Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Get you play that funky music today. Oh, it's a glimpse of you that I've never seen. A sign. Oh my God! Play Jenny. that funky music. Pretty <laughs> bad. Anyway, uh, do you know what? Hello, Judy. Hello, Judy. What are you doing in here? <laughs> oh, I haven't got my microphone in front of my face. I've just well, just finished my lunch. I've gone into a slump. You have, haven't you? I know. I really it's, enjoyed it's, that, Leon. Kale and chicken Caesar salad. Did you? Are you just reviewing it? Are you mm. just, just going over mm. it again? Yes, mm. <laughs> indeed. That's a four-star luncheon. Was it? I would say so. Very nice. You came in with a pre-prepared. Well, I did. I was very, very well organised. You had last night's leftovers. I did. I had last night's um, oven-roasted vegetable thing. Yeah, you see, my roasted vegetables ne- never look like your roasted vegetables. Well, how do they look? Well, yours look quite slimy, like swimming in quite a lot of oil. Mine always a bit dry up and crunchy yeah so i suppose somewhere in the middle might be better mightn't it yeah but do you put olive oil on your um when you're oven roasting of course i do yeah how else would you do it oh, i'm just I'm just wondering just checking yeah i know your cooking I mean, skills quite... aren't that acclaimed but anyway sorry uh, yes absolutely how i bought all how the ingredients for i was going to do this really tricky um, chicken thigh recipe from a Diana Henry book. Oh, I don't do know. Do you know Diana I Henry? I do not. She's very good, actually. And um, it had all plums. And uh, I got everything for this thing. And then I read the rest. this time of year. Well, yes, but I found some, Judith. <laughs> ridiculous. They might not be in your back garden, but they're in my <laughs> Sainsbury's. Yeah. Anyway, it was, it was chicken thighs and plums. And then I got, I got, had everything, had it. And then it had a, a pomegranate and cashew nuts. Oh, God, it sounds revolting. Well, no, it doesn't. It just sounds rather modern and a bit otolenghi anyway it wasn't um, it's a modern casserole dish and then at the end it said pomegranate molasses oh how ridiculous (laughs) i didn't have any fucking pomegranate molasses pomegranate molasses well that's what i got it off the internet you know what you can get stuff from amazon i got i just ordered some pomegranate never i can't even say i'm going to have another (laughs) run up to that i ordered some pomegranate molasses (laughs) Off Amazon, and it arrived the next day. Lovely label Lime on the bottle Oh, well, okay. Well. What do you mean it arrived next day? What are you supposed to do with all the stuff in your saucepan? Well, I'd made something else by then. Oh, I, dear. I, I, I just redid the chicken in another direction. Well, it serves I you I went right. in a curry direction. Did you? <laughs> well, yeah. it serves you right for doing a for supper and stupid they... stew like that. It wasn't a stew. Well, it was a... basically <laughs> was a stew with stupid well, things in that, it. Frankly. Never, no, a stew is a very old-fashioned thing. I do casseroles. I don't do stews. No, you do casseroles. <laughs> Should we Get have a you. big argument? Have we had a really big row on the podcast? Let's fall out. Not Shall we? To you. Yeah. Anyway, what's One wrong us, with you? How's everything going? Um, how's everything going? It's, it's okay. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. To the doctors this week. Uh, funny you should say that. Oh, God. Funny Go you should say that. I have been to the doctors this week. You didn't think you had the corona? 
No, no. Well, obviously, here. I have momentarily yeah. from yeah. time to time, clearly. Yeah. No, I think, do you know, my anxiety was so bad in China, okay. if I'm honest. It was really, really bad in and China. And that was even before... The, you know the well, virus yeah god knows what it'd have been like if i was there now but mike did say to me at that during that that he says look do you think you ought to see somebody about your anxiety because it was i mean i know i had a bit of a a little bit of a sort of coach crash yeah slash little you ended up in of, hospital Judith. yeah it wasn't yeah, well, that I, little bit of a, I mean, you thought you had concussion but anyway <laughs> they but i do but, but you did yeah <laughs> but i think my anxiety it was getting out of control and it's particularly bad i think when i'm a, when i'm a long way away from home like that and uh, and when I'm flying and everything. So I thought, well, I, you know, I see the doctor, there's something ordinary. So I did mention it. And he said, well, I tell you what, would you would you be interested in a worry group? A oh worry group. Goodness. And he said a worry clinic. I think it's probably the same time. A worry um, group. So apparently, It's a bit like being an alcoholic. <laughs> yes, actually, yeah. I suppose it is. Yeah. Have you gone admit your worries to a load of other well, people? Well, that's kind of what it's sounding like. Have yeah, you been to yeah. Have you done no, one? No, yeah. I haven't done it. I've got all the paperwork through. It starts on the 1st of April. Yeah, it's an April Fool's joke. <laughs> I did do actually you, do think not see that. what he's I done. I did wonder that. He's I just taking the piss. Your doctor, I tell you, <laughs> he sees you coming. But yeah. I can't, I, I'm not sure I would allow you to go to this. Not only will you try and take over and do, and you'll practice your speech, and you'll be up there, and you'll make <laughs> notes. I know you because you've got your old teleproducer's yeah, head on. I, I probably want to be and the most interesting. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I you'll know be up all night before typing it out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what else do, am I worried about? Let's have something really unusual that nobody else in the class will have, and they'll all be really jealous <laughs> of me. Yes. But you'll catch other people's anxieties. I know. As well, well, this is what I'm worried about. Oh, dear. Yes, this is. <laughs> what I did there. No, I think that is a danger, isn't it? Because obviously it's it is a bit contagious. I mean you and I are quite bad. We're very each bad. Other. We egg each other. Yeah, on. we do, I know, as all good hypochondriacs do. So I can see Sometimes what's when you happen. come stay with me and I hear that you're up oh, in yeah. the night and I think, yeah. Oh, Judith's worried and then I start worrying about what you're worried about. <laughs> do you? Yeah, Second, and I'm lying in secondary. bed thinking I can't sleep because Judith's worried. <laughs> secondary worrying. Yeah. Uh so yes, I think there is a did a big danger that but I don't that think I you've don't... got anything really bad to worry about at the moment touch wood i'm touching okay, wood, I'm touching touching wood. wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah touching wood here your yeah. health is good and funny enough that i think that's when the worrying gets really bad is oh, somehow God. it's when everything's I, on an even yeah, keel. Yeah, yeah a little bit and it's almost like my subconscious kind of thinks like oh, but this good yes where is the big shadow the shadow yes. lurks the yeah. shadow is always there don't get because yourself all too you know hoity-toity exactly. don't you don't you dare to be fucking happy lady exactly there is a bit of that does that yeah, get on with yeah, you absolutely because um how how l- th- that luck will run out mm, exactly. inevitably luck run will run out so it's going to be it's, for me, the huge worry is always Phoebe. The absolute, you know, when the phone goes yeah. and, you know, my bowels churn. I sometimes have to go to her. And Sarah Millican talked about this once in one of her stand-up shows. And I have exactly the same thing. It's a worry thing. When I hear her voice on the phone, I'm so anxious that she's phoning because something's gone wrong. I nearly shit myself. I think I might have <laughs> talked about this. And that's something to share with your worry group. You know, it is, even if it? that's not one you've yes, got, just yes. say, and I'm just going to throw one into the pot here from my friend Jenny Eclair. <laughs> do any of you share this one? <laughs> do you shit you, yourself? Do you shit yourself with nerves sometimes? I, mean, I just sort of, my bowels just start to... 
push. Mm. Like a, it's almost oh, yeah. like childbirth. Yeah, I, just, I know, I know. Yeah. Well, it's the adrenaline, isn't it? I yeah. mean, I do, but do you know what? When Phoebe rings, this happens with Ellen. It doesn't happen with Sienna, actually. But when Ellen rings me, I'm, I'm basically, she says, I see that, obviously, I see it's her. So, so I'm, you know. And, and my instant reaction, and this obviously is... Are you right? A, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. like, why is she ringing? Why is yeah, she ringing? Yeah, yeah. And so that, and, and, and just, you know, just in that first millisecond of her saying the first word... I kind of know whether she's all right, whether or she's not. all right or not. Yeah, and yeah. I'm sort of bracing myself. I am. You're. Yeah, I am mentally thinking. Right. Okay. Right. Right. Now, just just prepare okay, for the worst. Can, and the thing is, I think with both you and I, I think if somebody does throw a bit of a bombshell shit thing into yeah. our faces, yeah. we cope better. We cope quite well. Quite well, because there have been moments where I have had those phone calls. Uh, you know, there's that. The one in the middle of the night where it's, uh, Mum, I've had everything snatched, my handbag snatched, and my phone. I'm in a police cell and all oh, that sort of God. thing. Uh, and then, yeah. and then, but her big fear. This was funny actually because Fee was such a, <laughs> she's such a goody goody. Really, her big worry was that she had, I think she had a fake passport or something like that, so she could get into clubs. You know, there was all that thing in the. Um, oh yes. About so she's thirty now, so it would yeah. be about. 15 years ago she was about 15 16 what she actually had a fake passport yeah yeah she doctored a passport i think (laughs) did she what's yours well i can't know it was somebody else i don't know i mean i'm not she had some fake id and i think jeff got a bit involved because you know you've got you've got some forgery skills being a designer and all this kind of thing and she was absolutely terrified that this would all be found and it would all backfire and all that kind of thing i bet but anyway so uh yeah it is but i do deal with disaster i go into an icy calm very slow down mode and i think most of us do it's the worry of the yeah. worry of the worry isn't it it it's is the it's, it's, it's the what ifs it's yeah. the what ifs yeah and then i mean obviously you know to a certain extent so if something does happen then yes i know what you mean i'm quite a rallier I rally. Oh, Judith, you're yes. the, you're the you're the ultimate girl guide. If anything happened to me, I'm sorry, but I'm going to phone you. <laughs> you know, Shit. I'm going to call my mum. Uh, no, I can't just keep calling my mum. She's ninety. She doesn't want anything to do oh, with any God. of my worries. God, that's this is quite a responsibility. My sister's too strict and horrible. My si- my brother just take the piss. <laughs> I can't worry, Phoebe. I'm sorry. You're next. Well, I'm honoured. I'm honoured. Right. I'm honoured. Right. Well, you go into that worry group. Did and I you tell, tell you? them? Okay. That you're not just carrying yes, your own worries. Exactly. You've got a few. I've got all top. these other hangers yeah. on, yeah. like Go Jenny and Claire. Tell me what. Yeah, did I ever tell you about how bad I was in a crisis once in a, in a car hire in Portugal? No, I want to hear the story though. Did you get well, I might have told you. you so I think. Oh no, it was terrible. It was terrible. So basically, we we, <laughs> hired, we hired this villa right years yeah. ago. The, uh, Sienna was tiny in a little car seat, and in. And we hired this two-door car. So, so basically, when we got the details of this villa, it said, you know, please be very careful. There's this um, level, the railway level, open level crossing. Oh, God. OK. No, and I've it hasn't got a barrier. One. So, you know, just when you arrive, got to be really, really careful, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. How, was, was Jenna walking? Oh, no, she was in a baby Oh, seat. right, right. Yeah, so she, she can't crawl seat. out. No, okay. no, no. But anyway, so, so obviously we got to the villa and thought, oh, God, yeah, it's a bit dangerous, isn't it? We're really careful, really careful, really careful. And then I was driving and this car, and it was only a two-door, so Mike was in the back, Sienna was in the front in a baby seat, right? Yeah. 
and the and the, and, the, and the car that we'd rented, um, you it just kind of wasn't very easy to get in reverse. You know, it was one of those things. Got gears, gears. Yeah, yeah. It was doing, just sort of gear. bad. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so so we got a bit. I got a bit slapdash about this railway crossing because we always had to go over it. So this one day, so I just got that bit too close to it. You know, and I looked because we never saw any trains. I looked right, this bloody great train coming, massive train. And you were on. Uh, oh, and and I wasn't on it at that stage, so I thought. And this is the crisis, obviously. So the nightmare crisis. I thought, right, reverse. I didn't think it. I just tried to get it in reverse. And I couldn't get it into reverse. And the more I tried to get it into reverse, the more I rolled towards the line. It's only because you are sitting here in this studio that I know that this story doesn't have an appalling ending. It was terrible. Mike was in the back and he kept saying to me, go on, go on. Go on. He well, what does get that out. mean? That's not... Precisely. Does he mean proceed, proceed? Well, exactly. Go I, on straight ahead. No. What he, what or does he, was, he mean go on, get it into reverse? Yeah, well, I assume <gasps> that he meant come on, quickly, come on, come on, come on. So I kept trying to get it into reverse. And at this stage, I was on it. I promise you I was on the bloody railway line. And the thing started to toot. But what he was trying to say, I think, is go into first gear. Yeah. Stop trying to get... Just go into first gear. And I kind of didn't, and, and I kind of froze, and I just kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it, and eventually my brain obviously thought, no, I'd just go forward. And honestly, there was only... Mike, who is not given to exaggeration, two seconds. Oh, Judith. Judith it was really that close. Is awful. It is, isn't it? Awful story. Nearly, nearly killed all three of us. Oh, but I'm very glad that you lived <sighs> to tell the tale. But, yeah. you know... You still got to read me first. <laughs> But if you run out of material and you worry at group... Oh, I can bring it out! Bring it up and say, everything, every, yes. ever since then, I've felt responsible for everything because I could have... <laughs> I could have wiped my entire family out. I think you should become to this worry group as well. I think well, I, I could think... just goad you from the, <laughs> the sidelines and just cheer you on. Do the one about! <laughs> no, like a sort of heckling thing. <laughs> Flesh it out. And then when just... some people are doing the boring yeah. little niggly worries, I can go, heard it, done that, been that, boring. Come on, give us something better than that. Yeah. Well, well are you not say, doing? You're, listen, you're, we're yeah. doing everything we can though to keep our mental health in what a, in as go, as good a nick as we can. Both of us make some attempts. I mean, you're better than me because you go outdoors. And I I sort of forget the fresh air thing being good yeah, for me. Yeah, you're terrible. You don't I, oh, need I it, know. do you? I, I barely well, take a yeah, gulp of anything that isn't stale. Um, but I do my yoga, yep. even though I've been quite ill, and uh, you know this whatever I had um, as. About two weeks, I think, to completely clear. But I did a little yoga class the other day. I did a, a little Ashtanga yoga class. What does that mean? Is that mean well, advanced? It, no, no, no. It's a type of yoga. Oh, okay. Um, and it's it, there's sequences anyway. Uh, and our Phoebe came with me. She was just happened oh, to be nice, chummy. I, yeah, yeah. It was all chummy. And I yeah. said because she's not a member of my gym because she doesn't live. You know, she lives in New Cross. I'm in Camberwell. Have you done an exercise class with a daughter? Uh, I did, yeah, I have done, but it's annoying. Slightly competitive. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Ever so slightly. On your part or hers? Both. Both. We're both keeping an eye on each other. And um, because she's secretly been doing quite a lot of yoga in New Cross and really advanced because she used to be absolutely useless. And now she's quite good. And her balance is very good, which is something that makes me very angry because I can't balance at all because obviously I'm too het up and too uh, furious and. Old? 
No, no, no. See, nothing because they're older people than me that can bounce quite well. Oh, right. I it think it's because I've got very small feet. And I can't. I actually <laughs> genuinely cannot balance on them. Right. Uh, and I think it's because I drink as well. <laughs> I do. All these terrible th- feelings go through me when I'm trying to balance and I can't balance. I think, well, I've got something congenitally wrong with me. It's because I drink alcohol. I drink too much alcohol. That's why I, can't, I must be a bit pissed now. I'm not pissed. I only had two glasses of wine last night. What's wrong with me? And my feet was bouncing. And then she does the wheel. You know, the when you go backwards into a crab. She did she that. She never did. She did that. And I felt this pride went through my body. I, was I like, bet. I thought, oh, well done, Phoebe. And then I sort of thought, you didn't have a go, did you? No, I didn't because oh, I, I knew I knew I wasn't going to be able to do that. But I did a good hand. I did a good headstand instead. You she could, could do a headstand. Yeah, of course I can do a headstand. Yeah, you could can. do a headstand. Yeah, of course I can. Yeah, that quite is quite good. Really yeah. impressive. Really good. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've never been go. able to do a headstand. No, yeah, well, you're Pilates, aren't you, rather than, than yes. yoga? It's a bit of a yeah. Really. Yeah, yeah. But don't you remember, when you were at school, did you used to, you just brought back handstands. Yeah. And did going over do, into the crab. And, and going over yeah. into the crab yeah. at birthday parties that got really boring on the lawn. <laughs> yeah. Or did you did you do that thing in the playground as well, where one girl did a handstand up against the wall? Yeah. Uh, and then the, the and with her legs wide open. Yes. And then another girl went up and put her legs open as well. And then about eight of you did it. Oh no, I never did that. Oh no, though we were really good at that. You must have been. Yeah. But also the other thing that's just come back and I haven't yeah. thought about it in. 40 years is that of course you did you couldn't have your knickers showing could you because obviously the boys were in the playground as well so we used to tuck our um we didn't care we were northern we didn't care we were quite (laughs) some quite common girls in my class some of them i don't think wore knickers (laughs) to be quite honest i could name names but i'm not going to i don't know if these days i bet it'd be really frowned upon don't you see i bet these days days they'd have a version of my long-legged knickers underneath the handstand knickers handstand knickers that's what they should they should remarket the lady chafing knickers the long-legged knickers for the younger market the younger market or for the the older woman who still thinks she's got something And just call them handstand knickers. I think that's a very small market. I don't get I think it's one. I think it's, <laughs> it's just me, isn't it? I'm wearing my handstand knickers. <laughs> I've got them on. I can do anything I like. Okay, now the other thing we've been doing quite a lot of while well, I've been recuperating from my illness. Oh, yeah. A lot of television watching. Have you been watching? I've that? been doing a lot of television We've been a bit watching. unemployed. We're waiting to see if our big project's going to yes, come into I fruition, know. aren't we? I know. So we're just, yeah, we're biding our time. Through. Oh, do you know what? I. Because it's the best bit about winter, isn't it? You know, fire on. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Fire, fire, nice fire, a bit of mint tea, maybe the odd, you know, nice few bit of kettle crisps or something. And some drama. Yeah, I've been watching it. But what have you been watching? Uh, I've been watching... White House Farm Murders. And that is the one about Jeremy Bamber. You know, there's this terrible case and uh, he blamed it on his sister. God, yes, I've been watching it too. Yes, well, I've been watching it more than you because not only... (laughs) (laughs) How do you know? Well, because not only am I watching the drama... Yeah. Get this... I've I've downloaded onto my Audible yeah. a book that came out about the murders, which is, I mean, because I haven't got it in book form, I've got it on Audible, but it's 16 hours long, and it is forensic in the details of, it's basically... It's like an open, <laughs> open university. It's a course on, on a murder, you are a family murder. You seriously. I've, honestly, I'm doing the research. I'm <laughs> becoming a bit, and Jeff's been listening to it as well. Gosh, you really and are into it. We both know quite a... We, well, I fascinated fully trained detectives now, now I want to know why they keep showing us the field because they keep showing us the field don't they first of all it's got full of 
all the crops. Yes. And then this last one I've seen, because I don't think I've seen the, the one that's just been out, it's all been cut. And they keep showing us that. Oh, Is there well, a reason for that? time. No, there's no time. And there's no real reason. Oh, isn't there? But the murders happened in August, which I think was harvest. So I don't know. Yeah, there's oh, nothing, was, there's no evidence some, that get fa- uh, gets found in the field. So as do, you far think as he was, do you think he was guilty? Surely he was guilty. Well, surely he was. But when you're reading... When you're listening to the book, which is a, has got a lot of background detail about uh, Sheila's mental state and yeah. her breakdowns, and but even if she had gone berserk with a gun, she was a tiny little thing. The injection she was on made her very lethargic and made her very physically weak. How did she overpower yeah. her six foot four? father? Anyway, it's all very fascinating. But but what I don't understand is. Isn't he uh, still saying he's that he's still innocent? proclaiming his innocence? Yes, from but how over could they try that if 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 there was an appeal? There couldn't be a trial now because we've all watched the film and some of them have even done the bloody only, university courses. Absolutely, in it. absolutely. I wouldn't want to be on a jury. I'd have to Precisely. say, listen, I know too much about exactly, this. exactly. <laughs> um, but I think the only way he could possibly get off is if there was any other forensic. Uh, because forensics have changed so much. I know, and that's that's how people are getting. Isn't yeah. it? Oh, if I was, if I wasn't as creative as I am, yeah, and if I had zero imagination, well, I think, mind you, you probably need a bit of imagination. If I was to retrain again, I think I'd go into forensics. Would you? No, probably not. I'd be awful <laughs> inside. I, I think you'd be right. Oh no, I think you'd be very good. I think I'd get too sort of emotionally involved. No, I don't it. think you would. I think mo- as mothers, we we already have the, the basic requirements. Oh, absolutely. You know. Well, you and your snooping, and I mean, yeah, I've taken up a few four bo- floorboards to find Phoebe's <laughs> diary, of course. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's where they should be recruiting from. Absolutely, they should just get us on a part-time basis, just sort of fill in when they're not sure. Exactly. Yeah, because we've got. Instinct though, as well, and we've got instinct as Absolutely. well. You're quite right. And we can we can tell if a bloke's eyes are too close together because <laughs> that is always a sign, you know. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row, dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. So I've not been watching Cold Feet, and I know you've been watching Cold Feet. Well, I think uh, I've always really loved Cold Feet. Um, but as my mother would have said, I think this one's gone, it's gone off a bit. Oh, it's starting to go off. Uh, well, without trying to, I mean, I obviously don't want to give too much away, but there's, there's the, well, no, the, the, the sort of grandmother character died this last week. Oh, you watch? Do you watch it? No. no. We're not going um, now. And she's a bit like my mum, oh. actually. And I realised, on the bus coming here, I realised that my mum died 12 years ago today. And the way the character died in Cold Feet was very similar to the way my mother died. And it sort of it's kind of brought you it all back, me. really. You did I? Me. Yeah, did I, was I just driving into the car park at Sainsbury's, and I got this very distressed call from Aww. you. Yeah, it yeah. was bad. Is it because we weren't expecting it? You know, she'd had a heart attack, and then she was just—I mean, very much like this character. You know, I, 
Ellen went in the night before she died and, you know, she was writing a shopping list for Tesco's and it was all back to normal. And then I suddenly got this call saying you've got to come to the hospital really quickly. And, you know, I got I got into the room and Sienna got there too. Sienna and I walked into the room and she was already, you know, half... I mean, she wasn't conscious, but I think she sort of turned to me and we both held her hands and she she died about 20 seconds after we went in the room and it was a little bit like she was waiting for us to go in there. Oh, I'm sorry. I oh, know. It's very shocking when you see somebody die. Yeah, I did it with my dad and it was it was kind of all right and I'm glad I was there. Yeah. We like to do it every day. No, exactly. Yeah. Anyway. If you're going through anything like that at the moment, we wish you all the best now and, you know, we, you've got our love. Anyway, let's uh, have... We've got a guest. We don't often have guests. We don't now. Have you read days. up? Have you done some... A little... I have done, yes. She's yes. very clever, isn't she? Right. Dave's going to get Izzy Lawrence. She's blooming... Ca- oh. yeah, multi-talented, God, I would she's say. She's going to show us up. <gasps> We're going to look a bit thick. Oh, here we are, aren't she, we? And also, she looks a bit like I used to look when I was younger, which is a bit... Yes, I know what you mean. When she comes in, I'm going to sort of see whether she actually does or whether I've just seen a photograph that just looked a bit like what she used to look like. <laughs> I'll let her on now. Let's, anyway, let's, let's yes. get her in. Daisy, do you want to go get her? Yeah. Can we clap as well? You can, yeah, yeah. but you, if you're going to clap, is it? get it right. No, you've got to clap out of no, time. No, don't encourage her yes, to do go, it. Come on. Yeah, oh, oh, I like it. She's really <laughs> bad. Oh, it's like, it's like a drum circle you get yeah. at a festival, isn't it? I'm, I'm now just clapping you <laughs> your general crappiness of clapping. Well done, you. Uh, Izzy Lawrence has joined us. I feel like we should have met before and we haven't. Well, it's I, quite I frustrating. Feel this. I, well, you see, the thing is, I haven't met you guys before, but I've listened to pretty much every episode I think you've done. That's weird. So already, I feel like I know Why? all about Why, Izzy? You. You're... It's great. It's a brilliant podcast. Oh. It's really good. Oh, don't. And we'll seize up with embarrassment. See, oh. Judith and I only really work well when we feel like everybody's against us. Oh, well, it's true. I mean, I'm just there just going, I'm so much younger than these people. <laughs> there you go. That's fine. They might be more successful than me, but I have so many years. Well, not really. <laughs> um, well, this is very because you're only 35, but you're very tall. I am massive. When did you stop growing? Are you still growing? I just, do you I, think? I, I, I kind of well, you see, I reached your height, and I yeah. thought I'd just normal carry on height, a bit. five just foot four, exactly carried on a bit. So I'm six foot. So yeah, if you put me up against the wall with a book on my head, six foot. Yeah, you're striking yeah. girl. She's striking. She's very striking. But you've got some very striking hair, not dissimilar to just, Jenny's. I to be honest, basically nicked her entire career. Is the plan? <laughs> this yeah, is well, the thing. Started stand up, got a book. Now yeah. you know. Do just, you know what? I'm tired. You can have it. <laughs> I'm absolutely not. Some of your corporate work would be lovely. But do you do stand up on the stand up circuit I as well? I do. I do a bit. Well, I've, I've kind of dwindled it down a bit because I've really specialised in doing history things. So I did a podcast called The Zedless Deadlist, and I've been doing that. All That's over a great title, by the way. It's great until you meet an American. Ah, <laughs> uh, and they just don't exactly. get it. Exactly, they're like the Z-list. What's it? And yeah, yeah. it's idiots, uh, aren't they? It, you know, know, they don't even have egg cups. What? They don't understand don't, the oh concept in America. You can't You're get joking. An egg. I'm not even joking, Judith. What? And it's it's sweeping the world now. I've stayed in hotels in this country yeah. where I've asked for an egg cup, and they go, "We don't actually have them," and they bought me a shot glass. <laughs> I think if you're, buying, if you're bringing me a shot glass, I'll have an emeretto as well how, on the side. How, how? So, Z-list, dead-list. Yeah. Okay, who've you, w- explain the Z-list, because I love this. It's, it's about obscure people from history. It's about the people you've never heard of. So I've had, I've had you know, famous people coming on. So I have Grishreef Jones talking about, you know, people and everybody else talking about. But it's the sort of people who don't ever make the history books because they just don't fit into the narrative or they don't have a relative who's famous who goes on a train to Derby, you know. And finds out about their past. And are, are they sort of civilians, or are they? No, are they done. They, they, sort of... We've had 
proper. We've had the most famous man in the world on it. And he's Alexander. Not well, he is kind of Alexander von Humboldt, and people go, "Oh yes, Alexander von Humboldt." And what did he do? And everybody goes, "Oh, oh, oh exactly." And but what did he, he do? split the atom? No, he didn't. He discovered. He was no. This is my favourite thing about Alexander von Humboldt. He was the second discoverer of Cuba. Think yeah, about that for a while. You can't ever be second. <laughs> it's never any good being second. Uh, no, he was. He was. He was basically. He's basically been embraced because he was a gay man, and well, we think he was a gay man. He had a lot of close friendships with men, and no females anywhere near him. And um, so he's been celebrated by the LGBTQ community. And um, he discovered the penguin, the Humboldt penguin, and the Humboldt. Do you mean the biscuit or the? No, not the biscuit. biscuit. I was being <laughs> deliberately facetious then. Oh, I couldn't imagine. <laughs> no, so do, I want. Let's go back to the early stages yeah. of your career. Okay, goodness. Are you properly educated? Do I you have properly, a degree? I do have a degree. From which university? From Bristol. Okay, it's still lovely. Is it history? It, no, it's not. It's geography. Okay. <laughs> I got a B at A level at history. You know, I'm rubbish at history, and yet this is my entire career. I basically adore it. I picked it up. I read everything, and so I started to do it as a stand-up show and that sort of thing. The British Museum got hold of me and said, "Oh, you're good. We'll have you." And tall. So exactly. And tall. It yeah. does matter. You know. Well, but you if you're giving a lecture, people at the back can see you properly. Exactly, it's good. Um, so, so you did the geography degree, but then yeah. did you get into sketch comedy? So, no, I just basically when I was at school, I yeah. went. I would go because they never ID you in comedy clubs, so you could go along uh, to a comedy club and have drink. a drink yeah. and watch the comedy, which I adored. Clever. And then, <coughs> so was this in Brit- where were you living? This that point? was what I was living. Oh God, where was I living then? Uh, I was living in Whitney, New York, New York. Gosh, Ooh. yeah. So I was living Not in Whitney, going to school in Oxford, there. going to school. Yeah. Oxford, but because you know, you know, classic, classic broken childhood, four parents, two families. So I'd go down to London to see my dad at weekends, yeah. and then me and my friend Andy would get the train down to Richmond, and we would go to a little comedy club Bearcat. in Richmond. Bearcat no, club. no, no, it was an old laughing horse one, so it's a real that? open mic kind of like but I saw like you know great comedians there you know sort of get up and have a go yeah it's it's a funny because I, I mean I remember when I first started on the circuit seeing sort of big names then mm. and it is a, it's a fantastic education I do a comedy club is such a safe space normally isn't it yeah. to be in an audience for teenagers it's such yeah. a great thing you know whenever I think about Edinburgh Festival and you know so many teenagers are bored but you can't be bored seeing comedy it's no. just a you know so that right you, you see some comedy see some comedy do a little bit of comedy and then think oh that's very difficult and, <laughs> and uh, oh, oh my goodness I mean, I mean to be honest who wants to listen to what a 17 year old girl has to say unless she's Josie Long and is awesome I mean yeah. I was I was just doing puns and all it was bad so you had I, some confidence though didn't you to I, get, I, I mean know. take some luck to do that I, I was just I was just very I, I just yeah I suppose but it was it was more sort of like what the hell am I going to do with my life oh no and so, <laughs> so this looks good yeah. I'll try that yeah. so at university um I actually through the comedy circuit even though I'd only done like three gigs I actually um, met Paul Carenza who took a play up to it and I got to act in a play called Spinning Jenny <gasps> was there that about Arkwright spinning no it wasn't it's was just the, the sets blend halfway through oh. and the lead character was called Jenny has that anybody done 
a good play about the Arkwright spinning Jenny. I don't know, but I think you sh- you're the woman to write oh, it. That's I'd the. I'd have know. to do some googling, wouldn't you I? Would have to I do don't know much about it. I think there's a calling there, Jenny. <laughs> what was it? What was Arkwright spinning Jenny? Was it a well, weaving machine? Think of no, the I think it, I, wasn't it. Peg, wasn't it a thing that shot through the the weaves? Yeah, so and back could, again yeah, or something. It was an automated. It was all part of the industrial revolution. It's it's taking women's power away. This is the thing that we had power over. You know, the fabrics and that sort of thing. And suddenly. I mean, that's something you do come back to in your work, isn't it? Because yes. your first uh, novel, The Unstoppable yeah. Letty... Unstoppable go... Letty Peg, for those. <laughs> Unstoppable <laughs> She's Letty so excited Peg. that she's stumbling over it. Um, is... I, I am absolutely... Yeah. I dribbled quite oh, badly yeah. then. <laughs> it's because it's, you can't wait to get into it. It is that's... quite difficult to say, The Unstoppable Letty Peg. Although well, well, I no, managed I it quite easily. Her name's Lettuce as well. But they I love the name Lettuce. Really? Yeah. Exactly. Well, it's set in Edwardian times, so you kind of want it. And this came about because I had my friend Naomi Paxton, who is a comedian and historian, yes, who um, heard of. on the Z-List, Deadlist, and she talked about Edith Garrod, who taught the um, suffragettes jiu-jitsu. So did she? She did. No, genuinely. And this woman was Sandy Hawk's Toxvig, kind of, she was four foot eleven, mm-hmm. okay? And she threw massive policemen over her head, right? Wow. And I was just blown away by this, so much so that I actually went away and I am now a light blue belt in jiu-jitsu with the Jiu-Jitsu Foundation, so I fight men a lot and you've got you've got the height on your I've side got, but you could throw them bloody miles it's, it's against you this is the thing oh, with really? jiu-jitsu you want to what you're using their power against them so you want really to have somebody running at you like with a metal chain full force and then you duck under them and then they fall over you uh, but yeah with me I have to stick my leg yeah. out yeah exactly. so your character it's lettuce, it's a, it's a, yeah. y- yes, and so she took. She taught the suffragettes. No, jiu-jitsu. my character Letty Peg is yes. a made-up character, right. but she learns jujitsu from Edith Garrett. Well, from not Edith a little Garrett. girl. She's yeah. what, eight eleven. Or nine? Eleven. eleven. Yeah, okay. so she's like nearly an adult. I mean, I was okay. So regional uh, Letty's mum yeah. is a suffragette, yes. and her dad is a policeman. Yeah, opposite sides in the struggle to get women the vote. Meanwhile, Letty mostly cares about fitting in at school and convincing her parents to let her have roller skates. This sounds great. So, yeah. it, what, who's the book aimed at? But it's basically Harry Potter age group. So it's eight plus. It, a precocious seven-year-old would love it. But um, it's 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 that sort of age group. But I've had a I've had one really lovely review from like this this um a librarian group in Bristol who sort of said that it's although it's aimed at children, any people at every age will enjoy it. Well, I'm going so, to read it because I feel a I need to know more about. Nobody ever taught me about. Oh, this is something to admit hmm. here. Nobody ever taught me about suffragettes in my history lessons. At school, it was never covered. We didn't get that far. No, I think you nor know, me, nor me. Uh, and Mad, wasn't it? All we, all we got was that they were really sort of very quiet, meek ladies who starved themselves, and they were very brave. And gosh, they were they were brave, but they were mad. Mm. I mean, they were they were proper. Like even you had the nice ones who do sort of like charity events, like Bertrand Ru- Russell's first wife. She did a, this massive speech on top of a diving board and jumped in did to she? a swimming pool, fully clothed. Yeah, Olympic level thing, just to start off the. And then they had have like you know oh, stylish great. For, yeah, great. You know, they, they'd have great sort of parades and everything else. And the sewing was immensely good. And, and all these sort of like, you can see all the written orders that they do. For that. Ladies must march and turn around corners. Ladies on the inside must still march, but take smaller steps. You know, this sort of this sort of um, thing going on. But they were also crazy. So the WSPU, which Letty calls Wizpoo, Women's Social Political Union, I think it is. Anyway, they, they were very militant. So it into the 1913 1914 they start like blowing up um um post boxes 
also they were really bad at it so they set themselves on fire a lot which is quite hilarious <laughs> all these women going to put thinking oh I've got to put the bomb in the pillar box actually I'll just go and get some bacon and then as they come bang. out yeah exactly bang and they just set themselves on fire um, and they also like they, they'd burn like you know they go to cricket clubs and they burn messages in, in the, the underground yeah exactly and they blow up they blew up houses and things like that they were proper they were quite hardcore. They were really yeah. hardcore. I didn't realise that. And they were. They're... Wasn't there quite a lot of vandalism in art galleries? And oh yeah, like well, they organised. They organised mass window smashing, as well. So they'd uh, they'd all time it. You know, all these women walking down the street, and suddenly all of them will get out little hammers and smash the glass of all the shop windows at the same time. So the police were just like, "What do we do?" But yeah, the, you're right about the museums. The British Museum banned women. Really? Yeah. So, in order, any woman, in order to get in, we were considered so dangerous that we had to have a man or a letter from a respectable <laughs> man with us in order to access the British Museum. Good we grief. were cons- really. Considered Can you just do the, the uh, suffragettes in a historical context for us, the dates and all that sort of thing? Well, I, my book happens 1910 to 1911, so it's a really small little time. Okay. And so in that time, you have um, the big event is um, Black Friday, which is where um, they basically. Got, been told by the government, oh, we're going to give you the right to vote. And the government go, actually, we're not going to give you the right to vote, but we're going to extend the right to vote for men. So all the working class men can vote. And isn't that nice of us? And the women go, hang on a minute. And it's at the same time that Winston Churchill's Home Secretary, and he says, well, can we stop arresting these suffragettes? Because all they do is they sort of lock themselves, you know, they stop eating yeah. and it looks really bad in the press for us and they make a huge palaver out of it. So let's just not arrest them. So what you have on Black Friday is women protesting uh, the government's me. move and they're, you know, they're coming up against the police who aren't allowed to arrest them. So what do the police do? They beat them up and they keep and they keep coming in and they keep coming. Mrs. Billinghurst, who is this suffragette who's paralysed, she's in a sort of um, a tricycle wheelchair. It's a very cool looking wheelchair that she had. Um, but yeah, they upturn her and just the crowd stamp on her. I mean, it's not in the book the level of sexual assault that went on, but the you know the policemen would lift these women up and chuck them into the groups of men who just well, take them into alleys. Personal context for yeah. me: 1910 to 1911. Yeah. My grandmother was born in 1900. So uh, that's it's really easy for me to kind of imagine her as an 11 year old Mm, girl mm. you know going to this because her sister I mean it was a few years later on was one of the Dick Clegg uh, footballers oh right you know they won the first female football teams they were they sort of were incredible they played in massive stadiums and low you know they had two for three thousand people come out to watch them is this in the north yeah it was in it was so northern you know? i love the way you said that is it, oh, is this is it, north? it must yes. be in the north you know what? Only, only northern people well, find women doing that they played in clogs yeah they did um so is it could this be a series could letty go on to I, do other things she could do i mean i left uh, there's some big questions left open there in the hope that it'll sell enough and they'll ask me to write another really really good of course, you are clever. I'm, I'm well. You she's are. Quite bright, I'm, I'm sat she? next to you two, and it's a bit. Oh, you know, you really. Know the right oh, no, I, I, want, I want to recommend before we sort of you know wrap up and things like that. Anybody who's listening to this has to listen to because you might have read Inheritance and that sort of thing, but you've got to listen to it on audiobook because it is amazing. Oh, you mean my one? Yeah, your oh, one. Because no, it's really it's it's having because you know if you listen to this, you'll absolutely love your book because it's amazing. Do you think Izzy yeah. is our youngest guest I don't ever? Know. I she think she might be. Know. I think she's borderline, isn't she? I think she oh. might be. 
I think we've had Bryony Kimmings, and she's young, but she's a bit older than you. See, I go on the comedy circuit, and I'm usually the oldest one on the bill. So oh, you know, really? Yeah, yeah. They're all, you know, they're all young boys who will go, Hi, Izzy, how are you? And I'm just like, oh, my goodness, I can't tell you apart. Oh, no. <laughs> do you still like stand-up, or would you, do, do you want to sort of retire into writing and being a more serious historian? Basically, I've, I've discovered this thing in my 30s, and it's called money. Yeah. And I like to Darling. earn that. And the trouble with the comedy circuit is you really, the wages have gone down since I started and there's no expenses and expenses have gone up. So it is one of these things of making money out of it is very difficult. And um, I, I love to do radio, so I do Making History on Radio 4. Yeah, tell us a bit more about that, Making History. Our listeners will know that. Yeah, exactly. This is, you know, Tuesday, 3.30, and it's me and a guy called Tom Holland. I I bring a certain level of, you know, I can can relate it to Instagram and that sort of thing. Yeah. You know. uh, What was, like, one of the most recent topics you've done? Oh, my goodness. Well, most recent one was a a bit... uh, I did a... I did... I'm trying to think of an interesting most recent one, but no, the only one I can think of is the John Bull. So um, I, like, English, the the big fat. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, where that came from and it's actually it, it's a very convoluted story about how he used to be liberal and then he re- came to represent concert- conservatives and he's very anti-foreign and all of that and why it rose up and it's all to do with Queen Anne not having any kids but you know it's everything's to do with Queen Anne not having any kids <laughs> is it you know have, have you seen um what's it called the the favorite of course yes. yeah that film that basically she didn't actually have the rabbits but she really didn't have any kids don't she, tell me she didn't have the rabbits she didn't have the rabbits oh I can't oh that's, 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 you don't oh no sorry. get out but she did she did you know have a very tragic she did sort of have a very close friendship with sarah churchill you're waiting really for your telling niche aren't you probably but i don't know i I quite like i like not having to wear makeup well you don't need makeup and i think no no no, you're okay because you've got dark brows okay okay they 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 (laughs) work yeah um you just need to get rid of that one that's always in everything you know the little lucy lucy worsley the one she's good though do you want the hair grip the, yeah. the one with the hair grip. And yeah, the no, I like Lucy, yeah. but there's room for more. There, there is are, room for there's more. There's quite a lot of. And there, isn't there yeah. room for the. I think that this. I, I'm, I have a very good feeling in my waters about oh, this. That, that, that pleases me. I'm that thinking this me. is a children's TV series, mm. if not a film. I don't. I think that maybe it's easier to get onto a TV series. Possibly. I don't know. I don't know either. But it does sound. We're we're really impressed, and we're so thrilled you came in. We're absolutely. Very I'm, I'm absolutely genuinely. I mean, it's exactly how you imagine it. I'm just saying. What? To, a stinky oh, little oh, room. No, no exactly. <laughs> stinky little Can room. You smell our lunch. It's, it's, you know it's basically what we had. Coleslaw. I'm hoping it's coleslaw. Coleslaw. <laughs> Free zone today. Really? Oh, yeah. That's sad. I had a uh, Caesar salad though. I had okay. a chicken Caesar salad from. Le- so there was a mayonnaise content in okay. mine. Did you have some mayonnaise in you, Judith? I did sneak some mayonnaise into my root vegetable leftovers. Yes. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I'm just waiting. Rather for... missing the coleslaw though. Yeah, you see, you said you've triggered a coleslaw crisis now. I know. I've had it trouble. for about 24 hours. I, I, I can't get some. I cannot cut cabbage without eating a bit of it every single time. Oh, of course. I can think of worse vices. Yeah, That's yeah. true. That is true. Well, well, thanks ever so much. Yes, thank we you. Do, we're very impressed by you. Not only do you look great, you sound great, and you, uh, oh, thank you. the book She's clever, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. Very clever. Um, uh, yeah, and if you want to find out more about me, izzy.com. So it's four letters I S Z I. Um, which is a weird way of spelling it, but I bought the dot com when I was thirteen. You clever old that is really smart. That really cost me twenty quid a year. That you are smart. Bargain. This is going to be. This is going to. I can see merchandise. Can you? Yeah, I, I think. Smell I'm hoping as well. It's going to get some um, little girls involved in self defence yeah. and jiu jitsu because it's really good fun. You guys should try it.
Thank this you. is great. This is a lovely, lovely book, and you've done incredibly well. So we're going to clap you out. Oh wow! <laughs> out of time. Well done. Jolly well done. Really well. If you enjoy Older and Wider and would like to support the podcast, please like, subscribe, and share. Tell your friends about it. We need some more subscribers and reviews. You find us on iTunes. Mind you, if you're not listening to this, you know. Of fighting a losing battle. Who is Lord? Come you on. You can email the show at olderwiderpod at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter, should you fancy that, at Jenny Eclair. And me on Grey Pride uh, at Grey Pride UK. I never know what my Twitter handle is. Is that what it's called? A Twitter handle? Exactly. Whenever you see Gre- you say Grey Pride, I always imagine it's a big proud squirrel. <laughs> big proud grey squirrel. Do you? Sitting there proudly, yes. Busying away. Yeah, with a nut. A great nut. (laughs) (laughs) Don't have to take that. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.